Welcome to the Vital Dawn podcast for Tuesday, June 14th. U.S. equity futures have a modest bid so far this morning, although they've come in from their best levels. So you have S&P futures up about 15 points. That's about 40 basis points. The Dow futures are up 90 points. That's about 30 basis points. And then the Nasdaq futures are outperforming up about 80 points. That's about 70 basis points. So you have U.S. equity futures, the S&P futures rather at 37.70 so far this morning. Um, that's about 40 points off the high. So a uh, pretty steep pullback from where they were earlier, although still in the green. The, you also have a bid in treasuries. So yields are down about three or five basis points across the curve. Um, obviously, doesn't even come close to, to making up for what occurred yesterday, but modest bid in treasuries. Um, Europe opened higher. They've since faded. So the major indices in Europe are down about 10 to 20 basis points. And then Asia was mixed. Hong Kong ended flat. The Shanghai comp ended up 1%. Um, and Japan fell more than 1%. So a few items to note this morning. Um, starting at about 3.20 p.m. yesterday, you had the Wall Street Journal across an article talking about how the Fed is likely to do 75 basis points on Wednesday. Um, the same author of that article had an article, um, had a report out over the weekend about 24 hours earlier saying how 75 basis points was unlikely. So that Wall Street Journal report yesterday afternoon was followed by similar articles from Bloomberg, CNBC, Financial Times, et cetera. Clearly, the Fed um, seems to have been putting out to the media yesterday a message that markets should be preparing for 75 basis points. It seemed, um, you know, those articles all crossed within an hour of one each other seemed very deliberate. Um, so I think markets are now assuming 75 basis points on Wednesday. Um, you know, I think if you kind of just take a step back and look at what happened to markets following the CPI last week and then even going back to the ECB on Thursday. You saw a huge widening or a huge increase of Fed tightening expectations on back of that CPI. Um, I don't think it was necessarily a function of the CPI being so high. I think it was a function of markets fearing that the Fed would move too slowly, allowing expectation pressures to build, uh, allowing inflation inflation pressures to build further. So the fact now they're coming out and doing 75 basis points should help to at least prevent a further increase in tightening expectations. And it was that rise in expectations on future tightening as the Fed was forced to catch up to inflation. I think that has been most destabilizing to equity sentiment. So given that is my view, I think 75 basis points would be preferred to 50 basis points at this point in time. Uh, again, to the extent that you can see the Fed start to push back against those expectations. Um, you know, I wrote I write more about this in the piece this morning. I sent out a piece last night talking about it as well. Um, you have a really, really sharp increase of tightening expectations. And I think, again, a lot of that was because the market was concerned. The Fed was way behind the curve. So if 75 basis points can get them closer to being, um, you know, a, a battling inflation in a more appropriate manner, um, markets hopefully will get more comfortable. So that's the big macro story of the morning by far. A few other items to note, the BOJ intervened forcefully to defend its 25 basis point 10-year yield ceiling goal. Um, you know, a lot of people think it's just a matter of time before they're forced to abandon that objective, but um, at least they did step in overnight. So that's another kind of small positive for equity sentiment. But, um, you know, again, I think I think the fact that they were forced to defend it so... Um, the fact they're forced to step in and defend it, and they really didn't move it much from 25 basis points, suggests that you know there's still a lot of um, there still is an expectation that that target will have to be abandoned. Oracle had very strong earnings, very solid guidance, bullish tone on the call. Um, you know, I think even if you listen to the management commentary, they may not be the best company to extrapolate to the overall economy. 
Um, you know, they talk about how a lot of their software is a, a big economic enhancement, a big cost savings for custom companies. So if anything, their products could be counter cyclical as the macro environment softens, um, you know, their products become more appealing. You continue to have Ukraine losing ground against Russia. Um, you know, you we were at the point in time where Russia um, is going to have most, if not all, of the Donbass region under its control. Um, and the question becomes, does, do you see Moscow, uh, you know, attempt to kind of negotiate some type of settlement where they keep all the the land that they've taken since the, the since the invasion in February, or do they proceed further, try to capture Odessa, cut Ukraine fully off from uh, from the sea? Unclear how that unfolds, um, but that that's kind of the situation in Ukraine. Nothing all that incremental in in China. Um, you know, you still have the reopening process underway. Uh, certainly has not been linear. You have had some setbacks, um, especially in Beijing. But as far as the Shanghai production uh, activity is concerned, you're now up to essentially 100% of all manufacturing operations are back up and running in Shanghai. Um, there was an update out of the, a city official this morning. Um, so, you know, and I think that's kind of where you're going to see the big economic impact um, going forward in terms of the China economic data. And that is essentially everything for today. Um, calendar today is pretty sparse. You have the PPI at 830, but I don't really think that's going to be a terribly important data point. Um, and then it's just tomorrow. You have three big events um, starting overnight. So Tuesday night, Wednesday morning. China economic data for May. Then you have uh, Lagarde will be making comments along with a slew of other ECB officials. And then obviously you have the Fed um, tomorrow afternoon. So that is everything for today, Tuesday, June 14th. Thank you for listening.